Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your feminine flow and magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, embrace your inner slut, and fall in love with being a woman even in today's society. Every week, we cover topics like spirituality, relationships, sex, pleasure, and living a pussy-led life. I have used these tools and teachings to create a business from flow, reignite passion in my relationships, have mind-blowing sex, and manifest the really big stuff like my dream apartment, soulmate clients, and money in my bank account. And I did all this while prioritizing pleasure and embracing my feminine radiance. So now I teach my clients to create their own version of success through the power of their pleasure and live a life that turns them the fuck on. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own through the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, abled, bodied woman. I do fully believe that living a pleasure-filled life is inclusive and possible for everyone. And I am always open to receiving feedback on which I can improve. All in all, take what feels really good and pleasure-filled and leave the rest. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leaving you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's just dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I hope you are having a great day, week. Whenever you are listening to this, um, I'm so excited to share with you guys today. I have kind of a, um, it's a little bit different of a podcast episode today. Today, I'm kind of putting on my motivational uh, speaker hat and I'm going to share with you something that has, I've kind of been struggling with. So I know that as a collective, you guys are probably struggling with it as well. And so I figured I would share and kind of talk about my own experience and what has kind of been coming up. But before we do that, um, I want to give a big, big thank you to everybody that has already signed up for the Rich and Radiant Masterclass. It is this Friday. You didn't miss it. If you haven't, um, signed up yet, you still can. Or if you're listening to this podcast episode after the 26th of March, you still can purchase the replay and everything like that. So I'm so, so excited to serve you guys. You guys are going to get so much freaking value from this. So if you're not in, get in while you still can. Do not have FOMO. I will not be like keeping the replay up forever. Obviously, if you purchase it, you're going to have lifetime access to it no matter what. But after like a week or so after the 26th, that is when I'm going to take it down and you guys won't be able to purchase it. So now is definitely the time to get in while you still can. Rich and Radiant Masterclass on the 26th of March at Pacific Time. You can be there live or you can watch the replay. And we're really going to be diving into the deep energetics behind money, our emotions behind money. And this is like the emotional financial literacy that nobody talks about. So strategy, in my opinion, when it comes to money will only take you so far and you also need this very emotional and energetic piece to really understand and to 
accumulate the massive amount of wealth that you want to have in this lifetime because I know we all want to be rich and radiant. So get your butt inside if you have not yet and thank you already if you have purchased. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so, so excited. It's going to be so, so good, you guys. So anyways, let's kind of talk about today. We're going to be talking about rock bottom. I think I've talked about this before, but I want to kind of just give a refresher or I don't even remember if I've talked about this on podcast yet. So if I don't remember, y'all definitely don't remember probably. So, um, so this is something that I have recently found for myself that I have been doing and struggling with. And it's so silly (laughs) when I think about it, it's so, so silly, but ultimately we kind of have a narrative going around in our society that, you need to work hard. You need to sacrifice everything. You need to basically grind and burn yourself out to be very successful. And I don't know about you guys, but every time I listen to some sort of like motivational speaker or podcast episode, these people have like these amazing, insane, like turn of events in their life, right? It's like these insane rock bottom moments that I personally don't resonate with, right? But I'm like, wow, that's so amazing. That's amazing that they changed their life. But it was only after they hit rock bottom, right? And ultimately, how can we stop waiting till rock bottom? (laughs) How can we start to make life changes without having to hit rock bottom, hit our lowest point um, until we kind of have a wake-up call, right? And ultimately how this happens, or I think in my opinion, why a lot of this happens is that there were plenty of opportunities for us to shift our stories or to go different ways or whatever. But it wasn't until we kind of got that like wake up call that like ice cold water hit our face of like, you need to wake up, you need to make changes in your life. Because how did we end up here? How did this like kind of change or whatever, right? So, but (laughs) I think a lot of the time we are waiting until we hit rock bottom. We are waiting until that wake up call. And how can we stop? (laughs) How can we stop waiting for those moments, right? How can we stop waiting until we hit rock bottom to really make a huge change in our lives? And how can we find that we are worthy of those changes right now? And that we don't need to be living a life that we hate or have a struggling life in order to make changes in it. So I think this, this comes about as well of, for me, as I've kind of explored this, a lot of the feelings that come up is like feelings of, ooh, am I being ungrateful? Mm, Am I... Am I feeling like I'm unworthy? Am I feeling like mainly the gratitude one is a big thing for me. And I think this kind of gets wrapped up into like toxic positivity bullshit, right? Which is, you know, oh, you should just be grateful for what you already have. But the thing is, guys, is like, it doesn't matter if you are at rock bottom or not in your life. If you are feeling unaligned in your life choices, even if on the outside, it looks like you should be happy, right? It looks like you have all these things. And it's like, oh my God, you should be grateful for what you have. And I think this toxic positivity, this gratitude comes in and we're like, oh yeah, 
when we're really grateful, sometimes I feel like we can go into this cycle of, oh, well, I have everything that everybody wants. So why am I unhappy? Why am I not grateful? There must be something wrong with me. There must be something that I just, there must be something, right? And maybe I'm just not grateful enough. But true, like, gratitude does not have to be the only thing that keeps us, right? I think that sometimes when we are overly grateful from a place of misalignment, right? From a place of like I, this toxic positivity place, right? Which is I have all these things, even though it doesn't feel super aligned, I know I should be grateful for my opportunities. But is that where we really make change in our life? No. So what happens? A lot of the times with what I've seen with myself, I will subconsciously sabotage things. I will subconsciously make myself struggle. I will subconsciously um, make things 20 times harder than they need to be because I am so programmed in the belief that I need to hit rock bottom first. And if I don't hit rock bottom, that means I am ungrateful. That means I am maybe not worthy of having the things that I desire. And, you know, that's just simply not true, right? And I think that we wait for these big, like, life-altering moments when we can be the ones that decide these life-altering moments, right? We can be this one that's like, I'm going to change my life, even though everything on the outside looks like I should feel grateful or worthy or whatever it may be. Like, internally, I don't feel that way. So what's the changes that I can make? And on the flip side of this is like I, so as you guys know, I've kind of moved into this different space of working online and obviously (laughs) this is what I do now, but this wasn't always my story, right? And if you guys have listened to kind of my story around this, around doing hair and being a service provider and everything like that, you know, I hustled for so much of that time. I hustled so hard and there was a moment where I finally was starting to reach these big level goals that I was having that I had been desiring and once I had it it didn't fucking matter guys. It didn't matter because I was hustling, I was burnt out and I was working towards something that I didn't even want anymore, right? So it didn't matter <laughs> that I had these things. I still felt quote unquote ungrateful, right? I still felt like I was almost at a sense at rock bottom. Even though on the outside everything looked really really good and things were going really really well in my life, it didn't matter. So so now what I've found because now I'm having to navigate this new side of business that is very vastly different. I felt for a long time that there was a lot of similarities, which there are, but it's on such a different level. Being in the online space is such a different level. It's like everything's heightened. Everything's like, yeah, that's a conversation for another day. But <laughs> but there is in this work as well, as much as I have to, as much as I am a coach, right, that I am coaching people, I'm standing for people, I am showing them what is possible, I also have to be the one that does my own inner work around these things. And I think in my life before, it was so easy to just not do the inner work. As much as I did, I did a lot of inner work, which led me to here, right? But ultimately, 
I, it was much easier to avoid, but now it's like in my face all the time, right? <laughs> it's like, what is this showing me? What's coming up for me? What can I move through, right? Why am I sabotaging this? Why am I making myself struggle? So I have been seeing a lot of my patterns, which is like this cycle or this, um, these beliefs that have been coming up. And the pattern that has been kind of being reflected back to me is this feeling of like, I need to make myself struggle because everything in my life feels really easy right now. And as much as it is hard, right? But there's also an element of I am doing something that I love and something that flows so naturally out of me. And I think if you've noticed my shift in content recently, it's because of this. It's because of this right here, which is before I was making things 20 times harder than they needed to be in my own brain (laughs) because I felt that that's what I needed in order to be successful. My story of I need to work hard. I need to struggle. I need to be working constantly. I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to be productive. And if I'm not any of those things, I am failing. Which partly this is like the capitalist capitalism like trap. But also I can decide what I want to feel in my body and in my mind and even more so than ever before. And now I'm having this reflected back to me such a big, big mirror being on the internet, right? And showing a lot of, and sharing a lot of my own beliefs and opinions. That's a huge fucking mirror um, back to my own insecurities around these things. And I am somebody that definitely, I am an all or nothing kind of person. And I'm also very much in integrity within everything I do. And So if I'm not in integrity, then I'm not doing it, right? And so a big part of being a coach is also being embodied in my work. So I can't sit here. I will not actually sit here and preach to you about something that I haven't struggled with myself, right? And I will not speak about something that I do not know for myself. So when I'm thinking about this, these moments, these moments that come up, I'm like, I am literally sitting here waiting. I am making my rock bottom happen, right? I am sabotaging myself. I'm not showing up for my work. I'm, you know, hiding in the shadows. I'm doing whatever, right? Or I'm making things 20 times harder than they need to be, sharing things that I don't even really care about or I'm not super passionate about simply because I feel like the core belief here is that I need to hit rock bottom. And this has been coming up a lot lately because um, I have the feeling of like always having a backup plan. And the backup plan is like I go back to doing hair, which isn't the worst. Let's be honest. It's not. But there's like it's not the worst, but I still don't want to do that. Right. I'm like, ugh. but then I find myself like finding ways and reasons to make sure I go back there. That's like the first thing I think of. Right. And honestly, when we are in this very, um, this is something that comes up a lot with money, right? And I've been reflecting on this for myself as well, because um, obviously I'm teaching this Rich and Radiant masterclass. And so I, my mind has been on money a lot and I've been trying to go deeper into my own practices around it. But the thing is, is like, um, so how this relates to money is like, 
this feeling of fight or flight, right? When we are in the feeling of fight or flight and we are always planning for the worst case scenario, and we do this essentially because of the safety of money, right? We have a hard time taking risks because of money. We have a hard time, you know, doing feeling safe with money because of this, right? And so therefore, it makes it hard to, if we are constantly thinking about what is the worst case scenario and planning for that, then we are blocking ourselves from like the limitless opportunities that are available to us. For example, this is very vulnerable for me to share with you guys. So please, (laughs) please keep in mind. I hope that this resonates. For myself, there was this side of, you know, I might not be able to make my bills. I may not be able to do this, right? And so reflecting back on this rich and radiant masterclass that I'm teaching, I was like, how can I be more embodied in what I'm teaching, which is money is neutral. Money always comes to me. I'm willing to find these opportunities, right? So I was kind of talking about this with my coach and I essentially was like, I may have to go back to doing hair or door dashing or going back to the coffee shop, which by the way, guys, before the pandemic, I had three jobs. And one of those was I owned and then I did door dashing on the side and I worked at a coffee shop. I know, worked seven days a week. I'm not even joking. So when I tell you that I'm completely embodied in this and I know exactly um, (laughs) how uh, this shows up, believe me when I say it because I was definitely there. So I was like, how can I be fully embodied in this? How can I practice what I'm preaching, right? And this moment kind of came up for me of like, I was planning for the worst case scenario and it completely blocked me from all these other opportunities that could come into me, that could come to me, right? That I could make something of, that I could offer, I could do all these things, right? And I shit you guys not, I'm not even lying when I tell you that so much opened up for me on opportunities that made me money that brought money into me to me without me even trying and honestly from very unexpected places as well not even just money in like my courses and my offerings and my coaching but also outside of that which is like just money randomly kind of being offering up itself up to me and that is just so, so amazing. And it shows you the energetics behind money. And that if we are always planning for the worst case scenario, we're never going to be able to open ourselves up to the opportunities that are actually available to us, right? So this kind of comes back to like the rock bottom scenario, right? I felt that almost in a way that in order to be like highly successful or whatever, I needed to go back to doing hair. I needed to hit my rock bottom. I needed to go do that, which, you know, a rock bottoms look very different for everybody. Right. And, you know, my rock bottom might not look like that. And I know that that rock, (laughs) that going back to hair isn't necessarily a rock bottom. Right. But if you guys remember what I've talked about in the past about rock bottoms and um, Catherine's and Kina's view about this of like your present moment right now could be your rock bottom, right? Because you know how to get to this point. You know how to get here. You've already survived this. So now it's like anything from here is just up, right? And you can always come back to this, right? And that's kind of the same thing for hair with me. It's like, I can always go back to that. I can always fall back on that. And that is to me right now in this moment in my life, my rock bottom, right? And yours may look very different, but this is an example of how 
like the moment that you're at right now or the previous moment, it's like that is kind of, in a sense, your rock bottom because you know how to get there. And when I heard this for the first time, that just brought me so much relief. And it felt like, oh my God, it just like my heart opened up and expanded because I was like, yes, that's so true because I've already figured this out, right? So I can pivot off of this. I can move through this. I can, you know, always go back to this if I ever needed to. And that is just so, gives you so much more relief. And also coming back to that, those opportunities, seeing that like, oh, this is my rock bottom. Like, I can expand on this. I can move through this. I can create so much more from this. So essentially what I want to get, drill it into your brain is like, stop waiting for rock bottom and stop making things so much harder than they need to be. So find things in your life that you're making so much harder than they need to be, right? I was making it so much harder for myself in my business by thinking of like, oh, I need to go back to doing hair or door dashing or whatever. I was blocking myself from all these other opportunities that I had already available to me that would have been so much easier, right? But I went with the harder option because I felt that I needed to suffer in order to be successful. And that is just not the truth. That might be the truth for some of these amazing stories that we hear all the time. And yes, those are inspirational within themselves, but you can be just as much an inspiration by where you're at right now and creating a business or a lifestyle or a <laughs> be a thought leader that you desire to be in the world, right? And just recognizing that you're always worthy to share your gifts, your ideals, your opinions, your love, your light, whatever it may be. It's like you don't have to wait until you have this amazing transformational story, right? What if your transformation was right now? What if you could expand on this right now and you could transform and this could be part of your story and that could be transformational, inspiring as it is because you're worthy of it right now and you're enough right now to have this, right? So that's kind of what I want to leave you with today is Stop waiting, stop struggling, stop making yourself struggle, stop making things harder than they need to be just because you have a belief around hard work pays off. Just let yourself be in pleasure. Let yourself see the limitless opportunities that may be available to you. And not saying that those opportunities won't be hard in their own right, but there is such a difference of things being hard and hard work compared to like struggling and suffering, right? Because you don't have to necessarily suffer, right? It may be hard, but you don't have to suffer, right? So I want to leave you with that today. If you liked this, this is definitely such a big piece of the Rich and Radiant Masterclass as well, which is this worthiness piece that not a lot of people talk about and the worthiness around money, the energy behind it, finding those opportunities within your <laughs> to expand your profit potential, your capacity to hold money and to do it all with pleasure and ease and fun and excitement because money should be fucking fun you guys. And you know, you don't have to sit at this moment forever. Remember that everything is temporary. Your money situation right now is temporary as well as the life that you might be living right now, right? And it might be for the better to see more opportunities in your life right now. Um, and you're so worthy and you're so deserving. And I just want you to know that. And whatever might be on your heart that 
came up throughout this podcast episode, remember that and think on that. And if any ideas came up or any of your soul desires came up, follow it, follow it and trust yourself throughout this process, no matter where you are. Remember that this is a journey and that, you know, you're not going to be here forever, right? And that this moment right now is temporary and that can be (laughs) scary, but also really exciting. So, Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Like I said, if you want to get inside Rich and Radiant, you still have a chance. It's on the 26th. You could be there live at 11 a.m. Pacific time, or you can watch the replay. You'll have lifetime access to the replay, remember. And thank you so much if if you're already in. So much of you have signed up. It's blowing me away. I'm so excited. We're not even, we still have a week left until it happens. And there's so many of you in. So definitely do not have FOMO if you want in listen to that, (laughs) listen to that hit of inspiration. If this really resonates with you, get inside Rich and Radiant and save your spot before they are gone. So thank you so much for listening today. Remember to leave a review or rating on the podcast. really helps out the podcast. Share it on your Instagram story. Make sure to tag me, share with a friend, family member, anything like that really helps out the podcast, really helps to get this message out there. So I love you guys so, so much. I'm so excited to serve you in this masterclass and I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on your Instagram so that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.